Amen. Thank you once again for joining us. We pray that you'll be blessed by the word of God. As you know that we've been in such a time trying trials right now at this moment. We're having a lot of difficulties. We have this virus going around, and of course, you know, we've been having riots and stuff, and we're not able to come to church. And let me, let me be honest and, and frank. I have a lot of people asking me when I'm going to open my doors, and I care about the people. I care about you, and I refuse to open the church doors as long as this virus. Now, the building is closed, but church is not closed. We're still having church. We're just not able to come together in the building. Uh, they're expecting another wave of this virus to uh, expand and get worse as time go on. And so I just want you to be encouraged. We may not come together and socialize and, and be together physically, but we still can spiritually talk to each other and encourage one another. We may not can't come to the building, but we still can get on the phone. We still can watch on the Internet. So be encouraged. As long as this virus is, is around, I will not open the church doors at this time because I want to make sure that you do not get sick. I care about you. I love you. I need to make sure that nothing happened to you. So please understand. So I have pastors constantly asking me when I'm open up, some opening up July the 1st and some opening August the 1st and some December the 1st. I don't know where to get these dates from, but I'm not planning on opening no time soon until I know this virus is gone or there's a vaccine. So we thank you for joining us and, and ask God to continue to encourage you and bless you. This is different. We're in difficult situations and difficult times, especially with the uh, racism that we've been learning about. But if you've been paying attention to the word of God, we talked about repent a few weeks back. And then recently we talked about racism. Where did racism originally originate from? Where did it come from? And it started in heaven. Racism is about power. It's not about color. It's about power. And so the devil started racism up in heaven because he wanted power. He wanted to overthrow God. And so today, we want to learn how to live. I want to learn what does it mean to live and be a fruit producer. Jesus told me I need to produce fruit. So I want to learn more today, and we're going to be taught today how to be fruit producers, how to grow, how to be strong. You know, uh, the, the more things go on in the world, sometimes I find myself fighting, trying to be a Christian and stay saved, and sometimes want to fight with the world and against the world. But I have to make sure that I constantly get the word of God in me and, and feed myself so I can be a fruit producer. Now, we want to look at something in Galatians, the fifth chapter. We got some scriptures we need to go into. We're going to take our time. I really want us to get this today. In Galatians, the fifth chapter, verse 19, we're going to look at Galatians 5, verse 19 through 25. And also we're going to tie in Mark, the seventh chapter, verse 20 through 23. Mark 7, 20 through 23. Now, we want to look at and see what the Bible says about what it means to be a producer of fruit. Now, when you look at the scripture in Galatians 5, 20, around verse 23, but we're going to start at verse 19 to talk about the, the bad fruit. Now, whenever I go out grocery shopping, I love fruit. So I'm buying different apples and bananas and, and different grapes. And anytime I look and see something rotten or wrong with one of the fruit, I throw the whole batch away because I don't want that batch. I don't want that batch at all. 
we just bought some uh, peaches, a big boxes of peaches, and I was so excited to have me some peaches in my, for breakfast. But then two days later, three of the peaches was rotten. And next thing you know, all the boxes rotten so fast. So they didn't last long, so we had to get rid of all the boxes of peaches. So I want to show us today in Scripture what the Bible says about being a producer of fruit. Now, you're going to see different types of characteristics that Jesus mentioned about the fruit. Now, one thing you need to understand, he says the fruit of the Spirit, not the fruits. He didn't make it plural. He talks about the fruit of the Spirit. So one thing we need to understand about the Holy Spirit is this. The Holy Spirit is producing everything we need in God. We have to be careful that we sometimes say, well, I, I ain't there yet. See, we have a lot of Christians talking about where well, we ain't there yet. Well, I, I, I'm still jealous. I ain't there yet. I'm getting better. I still got an attitude. I'm getting better. I, I still got a, a slick tongue, a quick at the tongue. I'm getting better. No, the fruit of the Spirit is the characteristics of everything that we're going to look at later on. The fruit is not plural. It's singular. Jesus make it sure that we understand everything we need, a good attitude, a good a love, a good habit, it's all in the spirit. Now, we can't, we can't uh, cause the spirit to make it look like that the spirit is, is deficient. It, it has some issues. The, the spirit don't know how to produce everything we need. It's us, it, whether or not we're yielding or we're going to yield. So let's look at something in Galatians, the fifth chapter, verse 9. I'm going to show you some things. Uh, 19. Look at verse 19. What it says, Alicia? The acts of the flesh are obvious. Uh -huh. Sexual immorality. Now, I'm going to read some of the things and break it down that she mentioned. I'm going to break down and give you the meaning of each word that she, that she mentions. Now, the first word that she mentioned was sexual immorality. Read that verse 19 again. The acts of the flesh are obvious. The acts, now look what the scripture says. How we live and how we carry ourselves is based on the flesh. There's a difference between living in the flesh and living in the spirit, okay? The obvious way of living is in the flesh, and the Bible breaks down what is in the flesh, what it says. Sexual immorality. Sexual immorality. That means you're having freedom to have sex whenever and wherever. You're not married. You don't care. So you're having sex with anybody you want to whenever you feel like it. So the scripture says the acts of the flesh is one of the acts of the flesh is what? Having sex and you're not married. What else? Impurity. Defilement, bad habits. Impurities means defile, having bad habits. Uh, it, could, it could be multiple anything, you know, uh, that can, can, whatever your bad habit is, and you realize, you know what, I shouldn't be doing this, but you find yourself constantly doing it. And the Bible says this is defilement, this is impurity. This is bad for your health. This is how many people live. Read. And debauchery. And debauchery is crazy partying, partying, uh, wildlife, alcohol. You, you just love to be up and party all night, and we call that a great time. Look at what's going on right now in, in the world. You don't have many people fighting to, to try to get, to get to church, which we shouldn't right now, but you find a lot of people fighting to get to the bar, love to go to the clubs, Right now, I'm hearing a lot of people hanging out at the bars and, and hanging out at clubs. Why? Because of debauchery. And the Bible talks about this is part of the flesh. Wild life, wild living. Read. Idolatry. Extreme admiration for idols. What that means? Extreme, I got to have this car. 
What about your budget? I don't care about my budget. What about your credit? I don't care about my credit. Can you afford to pay for it? I got to have it. I just got to have it. I got to have it. So you can mess around and allow yourself to be an idolatry. Read. And witchcraft. Witchcraft is practicing magic, black spells, or even horoscopes. Read. Hatred. Strong dislike. Yes. Discord. Discord. Disagreement. Every time you look around, you're in a disagreement with everybody and all the time. Jealousy. <laughs> oh, that's self-explanatory. Jealousy, anger over another possessions. You have something that I want, or, or I got something and somebody else looking at it. So you got to be careful of that spirit of jealousy. Read. Fits of rage. Oh, that's self-explanatory. You're always mad. Self and selfish ambition. Oh, that's self-explanatory too. Dissensions. Dissension means conflict, always in conflict with uh, one another. Now go back up and read verse 19 again. The acts of the flesh are obvious. The acts of the flesh is obvious, the scripture says. Sexual immorality, uh -huh. impurity, yeah. debauchery, idolatry, yeah. and witchcraft, mm -hmm. hatred, mm -hmm. discord, mm -hmm. jealousy, fits of rage, mm -hmm. selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness. Wow. Orgies and the like. And faction is a party. Now watch this. Watch this. This, this, is, this is very important that you need to get this, what the scriptures talk about faction. Faction is when you have a party, a small party of a large party that has separated from each other, but yet they're in discord all the time. That's called Republicans and Democrats. We got to be careful that we don't allow ourselves to be caught up in faction. We want to make sure we're led by the Spirit. Now, we just found out all the things that this Bible says concerning the acts of the flesh, right? Now, let's look at the, the Spirit, how the Spirit moves. Read. I warn you, as I did before, uh -huh. that those who live like this, those that live in the flesh, will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, if you go up a few scriptures up, this Bible talks about walk in the Spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now, watch this. The scripture says around verse uh, 17, 18, 16, in that same chapter, it talks about there's a war between the spirit and the flesh. There's a conflict. My flesh has one way it wants to live, and my spirit has another way that it wants to live. So the biggest fight that I'm always going to have is with myself. And the problem that we have is that many of us don't know how to fight ourselves we fight one another. If we can't have our way, we fight one another. That's why many people have problems in a marriage. We fight each other. Why children and, and husband, children and daddy, children and mama, they fighting each other, but don't know how to fight ourselves. When the last time you put yourself on a punishment? When the last time you told yourself you need a timeout? When the last time you told yourself you're not going to let your flesh win today? Now, now, the scripture says around verse 17, it says that there's a war going on. The flesh and the spirit don't like each other. So check this out. Watch this. The Holy Spirit inside of you and your flesh on the outside of you, they are constantly in battle. Your spirit wants to go one way in God and please God, and your flesh want to go one way to please the world. So that's why, you know, even as a Christian, uh, uh, and I'm Holy Ghost filled, but I'm, I'm always finding myself right now, especially right now, I'm in a constant battle trying to live holy, trying to lead people to be holy, but yet my flesh want to get out there and riot, 
My flesh want to go out there and do some racism. My flesh want to go out there and hate some white people. My flesh want to go out there and do something terrible. Why? Because my flesh don't like what's going on. But I don't want to put my flesh on timeout. And that's what's happening with a lot of people. They don't know how to chastise their flesh. When you read verse 19 again, watch what it says in verse 19 again, Alicia. The acts of the flesh are obvious. These are the acts of the flesh. That's obvious. Read. Sexual immorality. Having sex and you're not married. Impurity. Uh-huh. Debauchery. Yes. Idolatry. Mm -hmm. And witchcraft. Yes. Hatred. Discord. Jealousy. See, see, see all that stuff? And you can see that in the world right now. You can see the discord fighting against each other. You can see the, the hatred. Did strong dislike that we're having towards each other? What is success? Jealousy. Oh, you, I want what you have. Read. Fits of rage. Oh, man, fits of rage. When you have fits of rage, that means that's fighting. Selfish ambition. Oh, I got to have it for myself. Dissensions. Yes. Factions mm -hmm. and envy. Yeah. Drunkenness, orgies, and the like. Now, watch what the scripture says if you do all those things that's in the flesh and in the world. I warn you as I did before. Paul says, I warn you as I have told you in time past. That those who live like this. If, now look, check it out. If you live, when you say you made a mistake, there's a difference between making a mistake and living. If you live, live means you constantly keep doing it. You constantly keep, you won't change. You constantly keep allowing yourself to live and function in a worldly, fleshly way. You don't put up a fight to walk in the spirit. You keep walking in the flesh. You keep pleasing the flesh. That's what you have going on in the world right now. People are fighting because they want their flesh satisfied. Why do one group of people keep mistreating another group of people? Because I like power. We just talked about that Wednesday. I want power. The other group says, wait a minute, I ain't getting what was, what's due to me. So now you got two people fighting in the flesh. <laughs> oh, this is good. You have two group of people. One feel like they, they've been done wrong. The other group feel like you, you're trying to uh, barge in and take over. And both of them are operating in the flesh. How do one of us or both of us operate in the spirit? Read. I warn you as I did before. Uh -huh. That those who live like this. If you live what in the scripture that was just previously mentioned, read. Will not inherit the kingdom of God. You cannot go to heaven. Oh, my God. Go back and read verse 19 again. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Uh-huh. Sexual immorality. Not married. Impurity. Defiled and bad habits. And debauchery. Crazy party and wildlife. Idolatry. Extreme admiration for idols. And witchcraft. Practicing magic and black magic. Hatred. Dis strong dislike. Discord. Anger over another's possessions. Jealousy. Di oh, come on, read. Fits of rage. Disagreement. Selfish ambition. Oh, that's self-explanatory. Dissensions. Conflict. Factions. Parting a one group, one small group over a bigger group comes out of a bigger group and you fight against each other. And that's what's happening with the Democrats and the Republicans. You got to be careful that you don't side so much with your party that you miss out on the Holy Spirit trying to be on God's side. Yes, I'm a Democrat, but wait a minute. I, I, I'm not going to be fighting with the Democrats so much that it caused me to go to hell. That I'm against another party. That's what faction is. Faction is you're against another party all the time in disagreement. You know your party wrong. You know what they're doing is wrong, but you won't come up against your party. So what you do, because I'm a Democrat, because I'm a Republican, I'm going to stick with my side even though we're wrong. And the Bible says what? 
dissensions, uh -huh. factions, and envy, yes. drunkenness, orgies, and the like. Yes. I warn you, as I did before, what? that those who live like this. If you live in your flesh with the world's ways, you will what? Not inherit the kingdom of God. You cannot go to glory. You're going to miss glory because of these nasty, bad habits. Now watch, watch this. I'm going to turn, we're going to come back. But let's look at something over in, in Matthew that I called earlier. I'm sorry, Mark. I call this in Mark, the seventh chapter, verse 20. Pastor, where did, where did all this come from? Pastor, I'm, I'm trying to live right, trying to live holy. But I'm, I'm, I'm suffering. I'm, I'm going through, Pastor. So how do I produce a good spirit? How do I produce good fruits? Now, first of all, we got to realize where does this bad stuff come from? Okay? Where does bad fruit come from? Mark, the seventh chapter, verse 20 through 23. Watch what it says. He went on. Uh -huh. What comes out of a person is what defiles them. Look what it says. It's what comes out of you. So, so a fruit, I wrote something powerful. Fruit is an outward action that results from an inward condition. Let me repeat that. Fruit is an outward action. What you do and what you show us is an outward action but it's an inward condition. How you produce is what comes out of you. You produce what comes out of you. Watch this. You don't plant orange seeds and expect apples. You don't plant uh, grapes and expect tangerines. You plant the fruit, the seed of the fruit that you expect to come. So when Christ plant his fruit in you, his seed in you, he expect the fruit to come forth. Watch this. He planted his word in us. So he expect his word to be produced in us. God don't plant his seed of love and seed of forgiveness and his fruit of, 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 of happiness and joy on the inside of you. And all of a sudden you become racist. And all of a sudden you become hatred. You, you want divorces? You, you want to murder somebody? You want to hate somebody? God did not plant that in you. But where did it come from? Mark 7, 20 says what? What comes out of a person uh -huh. is what defiles them. What comes out of you is what defiles you, what makes you bad. What's inside of you? So in other words, what seed has been planted on the inside of you? What type of seed do you have planted on the inside of you? Just because you're in ministry don't mean you got the right seed. You can be in the right church. It's just that you refuse to let the seed be planted in the soil of your heart. Watch what it says. For it is from within, uh -huh. out of a person's heart. Out of your heart. That evil thoughts come. Look what the Bible says. Out of your heart, evil thoughts. Do you know I, I have evil thoughts every day and I ain't by myself? I have evil thoughts every day. You know, I even practice in my head if a police officer stops me if he want to. I, I practice in my head if a, if a Caucasian person say something crazy if they want to. I practice in my head if somebody want to try to rob me. Instead of me thinking on these things, which is love and, and pure and being holy, I'm thinking about in advance how to be evil and how to combat evil with evil. What's in me, if I keep meditating on the negative, if I keep letting the negative get in my spirit, it's going to come out of my action. <laughs> read, reader. 
For it is from within, uh -huh. out of a person's heart. Out of your heart. That evil thoughts come. See, watch this. When a person rape a person, that just, just popped up. That was in their heart. A rape, a rapist is a rapist because it was, he, he was raping in his heart. A liar was a liar because he was lying in his heart. A person that steal was stealing because it was in their heart. The Bible says this about having sex and you ain't married. The Bible says when you look on a woman desiring of her, you've already committed adultery. You've already had sex with her, even though physically you haven't done it yet because it had already came from your heart. So you've got to be careful what you allow to be on your brain for a long period of time. That's why the Bible says in Galatians 5, 17, 18, it says the things that causes us conflict is the flesh and the spirit at war against each other. Why am I having some good fruit and bad fruit? Do you know, uh, if you look at the terminology of Adam and Eve, God said to Adam and Eve, you're in the Garden of Eden. You can eat off any tree you want, but that tree over there, don't touch it. The tree of good and evil, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, don't touch that tree. I would like to say this. We're still living in the Garden of Eden today. God is telling us in Galatians 5, 19 through 23, what fruit to eat off of and what fruit not to eat off of. The Bible says he the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Adam and Eve failed because they ate off the bad tree. And God is telling us today, I'm giving you in Galatians 5, 19, what fruit is bad for you to eat. You can eat off any tree that's called holiness, but that tree over there, Called sin. Don't touch that tree. And the world is still touching the tree like Adam and Eve. Now watch this here. Watch this. Mark the seventh chapter, verse 20 says what again? He went on. Uh -huh. What comes out of a person is what defiles them. What comes out of you, how you live, how you talk. What's, what's your conversation about? Is it always about sex? Is it always about money? Is it always about trying to get a good paying job? What, what's coming out of you is, what's, is who you are. The more you talk a thing, the more you live a thing. Read. For it is from within. Uh-huh. Out of a person's heart. Out of your heart. That evil thoughts come. Evil thoughts come from your heart. Read. Sexual immorality. Read. Theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All, All these evils come from inside and defile a person. These are the things that comes from your heart. If you don't check your heart, you cannot produce good fruit. You cannot have what God wants us to have, the life that God wants us to live. If we keep allowing ourselves to chase the dollar, to chase sex, to chase money, to chase whatever, cars and houses, and to chase good, even good health. Do you know that trying to have good health can be idolatry? What do you mean, Pastor? You will invest in all you need to make sure you're healthy, but you won't invest in all you need to make sure you're spiritual. When the last time you fasted for your spiritual growth, instead of you fasting because you know sugar and all that uh, fried food is not good for you, when the last time you picked up some scriptures and read it for hours versus you exercising for hours, See, you, you got to be careful that you, you, I see a lot of people on Instagram, they, they bodies is their idol. 
They work out. They show you all their, their, their muscles in their stomach, all in their neck, all in their shoulders, their arms, their legs. Why are they showing you all that? Watch this. They don't put on a lot of big clothes when they got muscles. But when you're fat, when you're healthy, when, when rows are hanging over, let me give you an example. I put on this shirt. I ain't tuck it in because I got some rows. I let it hang down. Why? Because I'm trying to cover up some stuff. But let, let me have a six-pack. I might come in here with a wife beat on. <laughs> Watch what verse. Okay, let's go back to Galatians, the fifth chapter, uh, verse 19. Let's find out the fruit of the flesh. The fruit of the flesh. What am I producing? God do not want me to produce bad fruit. I got to be careful how I live. Read. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Now I'm going to say this again. The fruit is an outward action of an inward condition. We just read Mark, the seventh chapter. How you act is what's on the inside of you. Do not expect to be an apple when you keep coming up thorns and thistles. Quit looking to be a good fruit when you keep living in a bad, foul lifestyle. Read. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Yes. Sexual immorality. Uh-huh. Impurity. Yes. Debauchery. Idolatry and witchcraft. Hatred. Discord. Mm -hmm. Jealousy. Fits of rage. Selfish ambition. Mm. Dissensions. Factions. And envy. Drunkenness. Orgies and the like. Yes. I warn you as I did before. What'd you say, Paul? I warn you as I did before. What? That those who live like this. If you carry on like this. Will not inherit the kingdom of God. Oh, look what the Bible says. So if you keep choosing Democrats over Republicans and Republicans over Democrats, and even though sometimes your party is completely wrong and dead wrong, and you keep justifying your party, the Bible says you won't go to heaven. Oh, my God, I just stepped on my own toes. The Bible says if you keep partying, every week you got to party. Every week you got to go out and party. Every week you got to jam. Every week you got to get down. Every week you got to drink. The Bible says you ain't going to glory. Every, I mean, all the time you look around, you mad with somebody, you upset with somebody, you jealous, something that happened 10 years ago, something that happened two months ago, something that somebody said about you, you won't let it go. Oh, my God. The person that dogged you and talked about you may not go to glory, and you that keep living what they said, you may not go to glory either. Oh, Lord. The Bible says, forgive them that do you wrong. Jesus was on the cross, stabbed. Pinned to a cross, spit on and cussed out, and he said to his father, forgive them. You got to know how powerful the word of God is and how powerful God is in your life. When you realize how powerful God is, you will go out of your way to pray for people that do you wrong because you realize that hell is forever. Shout out now. You don't want to see nobody burn forever. Yes, they slapped you in your face. Yes, they did you wrong. Yes, they talked about you. Yes, they took your money. Yes, they raped you. Yes, they cussed you out. Yes, they fired you. Yes, they did you wrong. But guess what the Bible told you to do? Produce fruit. You got to quit producing Galatians 5.19. Quit producing revenge. As bad as they did you, as bad as, 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 bad as your children hurt you, you cannot continue to act the way they act. Don't let the devil get you out of pocket. Yes, I want to fight 
Yes, I want to do some uh, marching. Yes, I want to throw some bricks through some people's houses. Yes, I want to tote my gun on me and dare you to say something to me. Yes, that's the outer man. Because I've been part of racism. I've been part of people hating on me. But now I've got some understanding. Racism is not about black and white. Racism is about power. And the devil is causing havoc to people who are racist as well as people who are non-racist. The devil is causing havoc. And we don't see what he's doing to us because we're too busy living and producing bad fruit. And Paul says something. He said, if you keep living this way, you ain't going to make it to glory. Can you imagine? Paul says something powerful. He said, if I give my body to be burned and don't have love, don't have charity, I'm nothing. You mean to tell me if I get out there and strike and don't have love, godly love, Christian love, godly love, but yet I want black power, but don't have God power. If we ain't careful, watch this, I'm going to say something powerful. If we ain't careful, the roles can be reversed. Where now you African-Americans, us, we become dominant in the world, and now we're looking down on people. We got to be careful and don't allow ourselves to get caught up in power and miss God's power. This ain't going to sit well for a lot of people because, they, they, you know, because the devil want to make you mad, make you angry. And the Bible just said we will not make it to glory being hatred. Can you imagine you burning forever all because you're angry? And Jesus said it. He said, many people are going to say, Lord, Lord, didn't we cast out demons? He said, yeah, but you had a hatred spirit. Lord, Lord, didn't we speak in tongues? You spoke in tongues, but you, you were nasty. You had a, a bad habit. You were defiled. So you mean to tell me that I got to get rid of my old man? Because the Bible says, I think I wrote it, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. God ain't, wait a minute, if God is in you, you shouldn't be bringing your old self. You should not be bringing your old self back in to my, well, I, I ain't all the way healed. Well, then you ain't all the way saved. You should not be living a lifestyle that's contrary to the word of God. Now, let's look at the fruit of the spirit. Watch what it says about the fruit of the spirit, Alicia. But the fruit of the spirit. What is the fruit of the spirit? Is love. Let's break it down. Let's don't go too fast. Watch this. Love is cherishing, treasuring. Having deep delight. Love. The fruit of the spirit is love. Love is having, is cherishing, treasuring, and having deep delight. In other words, it's going to be hard for you to hate, get me to hate you. Because <laughs> the fruit, I'm producing fruit. You know, I, I, I got this company uh, of grapes. Well, I ain't going to name the company because I want to, you know, just in case you work for another company. But there's two types of grapes at Sam's. And this one grape company... All day, every time I get their grapes, they're sweet, but they're always soft. They're they real soft. They're they mushy, and they don't last in my refrigerator about two days, and I have to get rid of them. But then this other company, their grapes ain't all that sweet, but they're okay, but they're hard and firm. I, but, but the difference is the sweet ones, they rotten within two days. The hard and firm ones, every last one of the grapes are good and fresh. Every land, and they be in there for five days, and they still hard. I say, man, I need to, I want the sweet one, but the sweet one don't last long. 
And that's what the earth is. The world is. The earth is offering us sweetness, but it don't last long. But if you get in God and stay in God, he's going to be firm and strong and it's going to last. Not for a while, but forever. Every time I go to the refrigerator, I know them grapes going to be. Every last one of the grapes, you know, you can't, you know, when you got a bunch of grapes, at least one or two going to be rotten. You know you're going to have to, you can say, well, something, another bug that ate off this end. Let me throw this away. I ain't going to eat that one. But these grapes right here, now don't call me and ask me to tell my pastor what's the name of them grapes. Now you go find out for yourself. I had to find out for myself. <laughs> but these grapes are always strong. They're not as sweet. They're they good. But the other ones are real sweet. But they don't last long. And that's what the earth is offering us. The world is offering us sweetness. But it don't last long. The ones that's no name brand, that ain't all that popular, for some reason, every last one of them, I have not found, and I done bought them for three weeks in a row. Every last grape I had for three weeks in a row, not one was rotten. Not one I had to throw away and put in the garbage. So what are you saying, Pastor? For some reason, in Galatians 5.19, there's some bad fruit, but the devil keeps making you think it's sweet. And God is getting ready to show us the fruit that's going to remain and that's going to be good for you and it's going to last forever. And the first fruit that, is, that, that should be produced in you is the fruit of love. Something inside of you, I got my mind made up to love my family. Now, don't get me wrong. I done got mad before. Come on, don't act like you ain't never got mad. I done got mad. You know, I done got mad with my wife. I done got mad with my children. I done got mad with church folks. I, I ain't dealing with them ever again. I'm sick of them. I'm through with them. I ain't dealing with them. But because of the love inside me, I go back and deal with them. <laughs> Why? Because I love them. Not because of, I love them in spite of. And that's what God does. God don't love you because of what you can do for him. God loves you in spite of. And so that's what he wants you to have towards man. I want you to love people that don't love you back. Don't treat people the way they treat you. Give them Jesus. Read, Rita. But the fruit of the Spirit uh -huh. is love. Yeah. Joy. Watch this. Joy is intense gladness in the Lord. Not just intense gladness, but intense gladness in something. Watch this. In the Lord. If you're going to get the right fruit, you got to plant the right seed. You cannot expect to get a uh, 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 coconut from a, from a pineapple tree. If you plant pineapple tree, you got to expect pineapples to come. So guess what? If I'm going to get joy, I should not try to get joy from my wife only, from my children only, from my good health only, from a good paying job only. Now watch this. You notice what I said? Only. Those things do bring you joy. But the thing that's going to bring me intense joy is in the Lord. That Watch this. If things don't work out, I'm trusting in God. That it's already going to work out. Let me give myself an amen. I got intense joy in the Lord that if my wife and I don't work out, my health don't work out, my finances don't work out, I got trust in the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Where are my real believers at out there? So if I trust in God, if God give me joy and I have intense purpose to have joy in the Lord, that no matter who mistreat me, no matter what happened on the earth, I ain't expecting the earth to give me joy. I, I get, it gives me temporary joy, but watch this. 
my deep joy coming from the Lord. So if I do go through something bad, James told me in the first chapter, count it all joy. When you fall into diverse temptations. So when you go through something, watch this. He said, count it all joy. Y'all got me out of my chair. Count it all joy. Because this world is just temporarily sweet. But what's going to last forever is the joy of the Lord. So I'm going through something, but God is good. God is in control. Woo! So what else, what else is part of the uh, fruit of the Spirit? Peace. Watch this. Oh, this is, this is key to your day, daily living. This is key to some of us who are frustrated, weary, upset, scared, nervous, because we don't understand why I got to stay home. I, am I going to be able to find a job? When is this virus going to end? When is this pandemic of the world going to stop acting crazy? Now, watch this. The Bible says the fruit that should be produced in you is peace. Now, notice this now. It said love. Joy, peace, and I'm going to name some more, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. These are not plural. These are not individual things and characteristics. These are characteristics that should be inside the spirit. Watch this now. You got to be careful when you try to separate the spirit and pick and choose what fruit you are. Because the spirit is the spirit of the living God. God going to place in, your, in us on what we need to live for him. Let me say it again. God going to place what, what we need in us, the seed, and the Holy Spirit is the seed. Watch this. Which is the word of God produced. The Holy Spirit on the inside, the Holy Spirit is not a separate forbearance. The Holy Spirit is not a separate love. The Holy Spirit is not separate joy. It's all in one. You just got to learn how to love in Christ through the spirit. Now watch this. The fruit of the spirit is peace. What is peace? A state of being quiet. What is peace? Calm, freedom from disturbance. Pastor, do you see what's going on? Yeah, but I got peace. Pastor, you see what this pandemic is real bad in 27610 area code. It's the worst in the state of North Carolina. Oh, my God, we better not go anywhere near 27610, but I got peace. I'm calm, free from disturbance. How can you have peace throughout this pandemic? Because Christ's in control. When you know Christ is in control, you got the joy of the Lord is my strength. Wait a minute now. If I, if I, if I keep feeding myself pandemic, if I keep feeding myself racism, if I keep feeding myself negativity, what's going to come out is a malnutrition child. What's going to come out of me, I'm going to be malnutrition because I keep feeding myself the negativity of the world. Now, I ain't had no fried food now probably about a month and a half. I ain't had no sweets in a month and a half. Now, I got plans in two weeks now. In two weeks, I'm planning on eating a whole lot of fried chicken, a lot of cakes and ice cream and everything. That's in two more weeks. I, I plan for that. But watch this. If I make my daily routine be sodas every day and no water, no milk, but soda. I wake up in the morning, I eat cake and ice cream for breakfast. No nutrition breakfast. Lunchtime, cake and ice cream. Dinner, cake and ice cream. Snack, cake and ice cream. Fried chicken, fried pork chop. All this stuff 
is good to the tongue, but it ain't good for the entire body. Hatred, discord, conflict is not good for the entire body. It tastes good to the tongue to be angry with somebody. But God just told me I need to have a deep love for people. God just told me I need to have intense joy for people. And watch this. The third one, peace. Peace is a state of being quiet, calm, freedom from disturbance. Don't let people and stuff get you out of pocket. Come on. What does it say? Forbearance. Forbearance. Taking a step back. Refrain. You know, we get a forbearance on your mortgage or forbearance on your, your company mortgage, payment, mortgage payments. What is that forbearance? They said, we're going to take a step back. Your, your monthly payments is $200 a month. And we're going to take three months of forbearance. Forbearance means taking a step. We're going to refrain from taking your payments for the next three months. What God is telling us, I need you to refrain from acting like the world. Forbearance. Pull back. Don't allow yourself to be the, in the forefront of everything that goes on negative. All right, what's the next one? Kindness. Kindness, being considerate and thoughtful. Just, just think, if everybody was considerate and thoughtful, everybody, everybody was considerate and thoughtful, everybody opened the door for everybody. We wouldn't have no problems. But everybody ain't considerate. Everybody ain't thoughtful. Everybody ain't kind. But the Bible told us to be. Just because somebody don't treat you right, the Bible says treat them right. The fruit of the Spirit. Quit being a bad fruit and causing everybody else to look bad. We're part of the body. Just because you don't have the same pastor, we don't go to the same church, but if you know I'm preaching the truth and ministering the truth, you ought to live the truth. Quit making the church look bad. Quit making the saints look bad. And here's a good one. Quit making God look bad. God didn't create you to be a sex addict. God didn't create you to be a liar. God didn't create you to be a cheater. God didn't create you to be a bite biter. God did not create you to be into witchcraft and to cheat and to lie and to steal and to cuss. God didn't create that. The devil kept putting that in your heart and your mind, and you let it linger, and it slipped into your heart, and your heart it became an action. And action became your character, your habit. You ever seen somebody, you, you ever seen somebody that, that's a drunk? And you say, you don't even call him by his name. You say, that's old drunk. Yeah, that's old. Uh, if you do call him by his name, he, he got a, a drunk name. That's old drunken Willie. That's old drunken Junebug. You know, if somebody steal, that's, that, uh, that's, that's old stealing Wallace. Wallace is stealing. Better watch Wallace. He'll steal you now. If somebody sell their body, oh, that's a prostitute. She ain't nothing but a prostitute. You don't gave them a title based on their habit. So what kind of habits do you have? Have you analyzed yourself? Watch, watch what else the spirit is. Goodness. Goodness is acting with honor, giving others a divine advantage. Woo! That's powerful. Acting with honor and giving others a divine. Look what it says. A divine advantage, not just giving others an advantage, but giving people a divine. In other words, you promote people because you're holy. You don't promote your buddy and you know your buddy is a liar. You don't stand with a leader that's always lying and racist. You stand with somebody holy, even if it causes you to lose your job. 
goodness. That's what goodness is. Acting with honor, giving others a divine advantage. In other words, you put people before yourself. You put people before yourself. Quit being in the forefront. Quit being the mouth. I, I was in a meeting, on a Zoom meeting, with a bunch of pastors around the United States and some gospel artists, and, uh, and they told me, they said, well, pastor, what do you think the church is doing, and how do you think the church ought to react, and, and what do you think is going on with the church? I said, well, first of all, let me be frank and clear. I'm not a spokesman for the church. God ain't called me to be a spokesman for the church. God called me to be a spokesman for this particular body called North New Restoration. I'm a spokesman for this particular body, and I'm a spokesman for the truth. But God ain't called me to be a spokesman for the entire church because I realize the church is a body. It's made up of different organs. Everybody don't have the same function. So why should I be? Wait a minute. I'm the head, but I'm a child. Well, I'm a knee, too. I'm an elbow, too. No, no, you're a head. You got to stay in your lane. So I had to stay in my lane. You got to know what God has called you to be and called you to do. Quit trying to jump out there and be everything to everybody. All right. I, there was a young man that got killed uh, two years ago. African-American man got killed by a police officer. And, and most of the pastors called me. Hey, man, we need you to come up here and, 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 do, and head this rally up because you're the head. You're one of the leaders in this city. And when I got the story that this young man had did wrong, I said, no, I ain't going out there. Oh, I was crucified. I'm still going to get crucified. Why you won't go out there, Pastor? First of all, first of all, wait a minute. Did he die because he was living the fruit of the Spirit? Well, see, you fighting color and you ain't fighting spirits. This, this, this stuff right here will get people mad right here. You fighting color and people who are in authority, but you ain't fighting the devil. Now, how do I fight the devil? By having the fruit of the Spirit. I produce what God is. Now, if I get murdered for being a child of God, so be it. But I'm going to, wait a minute, because God already told me, don't fear the one that can destroy the body. You killed me because I'm black. But wait a minute, you killed me because, but wait a minute, but God allowed you to kill me because I'm holy. You killed me because I'm black. God allowed you to kill me because I'm holy. So you missed that. Because ain't a black man and white man going to heaven. This kind of teaching right here bothers people. But the Bible just, go back to Alicia, Galatians 5, around verse 20, I think it was. What verse 20 says? Idolatry mm -hmm. and witchcraft, yeah. hatred, discord. Verse 21. Envy, drunkenness, yeah. orgies, and the like. Yeah. I warn you as I did before. What? That those who live like this. If you live with all this hatred. Will not inherit the kingdom of God. Say it again. Will not inherit the kingdom of if God. If you live with all this hate. But Pastor, you see what they're doing. If you live with all this hatred. Will not inherit the kingdom of God. You will not go to heaven. Because you're too busy fighting for color. Yes, I stand for my, I'm black, I'm African-American, and it is wrong, the injustice. But it's time for us church leaders to stand up and lead the forefront. Us church leaders, we're getting out this weekend. We're going out into the, 
the neighborhoods where the 27610, where the virus is the worst at. We're going to go out into the community and encourage people to wear their masks. We're going to encourage people to vote. We're going to encourage people to be saved. We got to bring healing to a hurting nation. We got to bring Jesus to people that's hurting. We got to show people how to live in the spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. What it says, Rita? But the fruit of the spirit yes. is love, joy, mm -hmm. peace, forbearance, yeah. kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Now, let me look at something. Let me tell you. Let's go back. Uh, she mentioned that the love, of the, the, the fruit of the spirit, what's going to be produced, what's going to come out your heart should be joy, peace, forbearance. Forbearance means taking a step back. Kindness, being considerate of others. Goodness, acting with honor. Faithfulness, loyal, reliable, firm in your promise. Okay? Gentleness, being humble, meek. It is strength under control. <laughs> Meekness is strength under control. You know how to control yourself. Now go back, Alicia, and read that Galatians again. Galatians 5, uh, I want verse 20, 22. But the fruit of the Spirit uh -huh. is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Say it again. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. I got to have her to read it one more time. Those who belong to Christ Jesus. If you belong to Jesus Christ. Have crucified the flesh. You don't allow Galatians 5, 19 through 21 to live. Yeah, my, my, my. Go back to Galatians 5, 19 through 21. I'm going to drill this because I know you're mad. Uh, verse 19 through 21 says what? The acts of the flesh are obvious. What are the obvious acts of the flesh? Sexual immorality. Yes. Impurity. Yes. Debauchery. Yes. Idolatry and witchcraft. Hatred. Discord. Jealousy. Fits of rage. Mm. Selfish ambition. Yes. Dissension. Yes. Factions and envy. Drunkenness, orgies, and the like. What else? I warn you as I did before. What? That those who live like this. Those that produce fruit like this. Will not inherit the kingdom of God. You can't go to heaven with that attitude. This is not your earth, your heaven. This earth is not your heaven. Quit putting all your eggs into this earth like this is going to be your eternity. The Bible already told us the world going to hate you. The Bible already told us that the devil has come down unto us because he knows he has a short time. He's trying to do everything he can before Jesus comes back. Don't you see that Jesus is around the corner? He's around the corner. He ain't down the street no more. He's around the corner. Every time the world gets worse, that's the devil trying to cause us to get our minds off Christ and get our minds on trying to fix the earth. We can't fix this place. Only thing you can do is fix yourself and fix others with the word of God. And then he tells us in Galatians, he says, here's the fruit of the spirit. What's that, verse, that last verse of Galatians? 
5 and 20. 24, those who belong to Christ Jesus yes. have crucified the flesh yes. with his passions and desires. You have, Eric, do you feel like cussing all the time? I ain't by myself. All the time, cussing get right here every day. Man, walk by my car. Now, if I, when I go out walking, I make sure I, I don't walk by people's cars. I, get, I, I stay away from people. I cross the street because I don't want nobody to label me. He's looking in my car. Nah, I'm going to have to hurt you. <laughs> but for some reason, people always walk by my truck and they're looking in. Now, if I do that, the police is going to be called. So I have to fight that because I want to go out there and holler, get away from my truck. But I have to fight that spirit. Watch this. My neighbor, he came over and cut my grass on purpose. He never did that. He cut my grass, and then he reached up on his lawnmower and took the dirt, the dead grass, and dropped it off in my yard and went back in his yard. I was angry, but I was studying Galatians. <laughs> God had me to study Galatians because God knew that man was going to mess up my yard. God knew the other man was going to look at my truck. And, they look, and, and people driving by looking at me funny in my own yard. One lady said, I ain't never seen her before. I'm coming out my garage. No, I'm coming out the side of the house with my, with my garbage can to take it out to the front. And the lady going to slow down and look at me. I'm in my yard. So I, put, I stopped the garbage can and looked at her. What you looking at? What just happened? The acts of the flesh. People ain't going to like you all the time. Everybody ain't going to love you. You got family members can't stand you. You got church people don't even like you. But how should I act? How should I act? Everybody going to agree with you, but how should I act? How should you carry yourself? Pastor, I just lost my job. Count it all joy. Pastor, they won't open the door for me. They, they, they kicked me out of the apartment. They kicked me out the, out the house. Count it all joy. Get happy. Get some joy about you. Why should I have joy, Pastor? Uh, you know, I had several people this week who are Christians crying because things didn't work out. What God doing? God must be mad. It's amazing. Every time something go wrong, we want to blame God. When the last time you got upset with the devil and blamed him? You ain't got no money? Bind the devil. But don't ask for no money, you ain't no tither. Quit asking for a brand new house and you know you don't support God. Don't got quiet now. I want a new car. I'm tired of this old car. It's leaking oil. Well, start tithing. Give tithes and offering. And sacrificial offering. There you go. There you go. Get ready to talk about money. Show sure lamb. I'm trying to get you to heaven. Stealing, as part of the Galatians 5.19, go over there and read Galatians 5.19, Alicia. They're looking at me funny. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Yeah. Sexual immorality. Having sex, you ain't got no business, you ain't married. Impurity. Defile and bad habit. That's, that's, that's called not tithing. And debauchery. Impurity is, is not tithing. That's a bad habit. Read. A, a debauchery. You, you always partying and drinking your tithes. Idolatry. Oh, boy. You love the street more than you love Jesus. Witchcraft. Uh-huh. You, you don't mind paying for your horoscope and let somebody read your palm, but you won't give God nothing. Done got quiet. Now you're mad. 
Read. Hatred. You, you, not your hatred now because you dislike me now because I'm telling the truth. Discord. Discord. Always so in discord. You ain't got to be tithing. All the church owners your money. That's called discord. They ain't going to get, they ain't going to do it. What they doing with your money? Ain't nobody at the church no more. What they need money for? Discord. Read. Jealousy. Je you just jealous. Look at that preacher. He, they always got to have a Mercedes. I bet if you had money, you'd buy you one. Thank you very much. Read. Fits of rage. There you go. Hot. Selfish. Now your phone won't, now, wait, now you can't even cut me off now. You, you try to cut me off and you won't get even cut off. <laughs> oh, Lord, let me get back. I don't got happy. Oh, Jesus. John 15. Let's go home, Alicia. John 15, verse 4 and 5. John 15, verse 4 and 5. So we just found out about the fruit of the Spirit. What type of fruit are you producing? Every word, every action is a fruit from your heart. Every word that comes out of your mouth, every action is a fruit that comes from your heart. So the question is, what's in your heart? I don't have a lot of time, but I wish I, could, I had time to read it, but I'm going to give this to you for your homework. Matthew, the seventh chapter, verse 15 through 23. Matthew, seventh chapter, verse 15 through 23, and verse 24 through 27. It talks about false teachers. Quit allowing false people to be in your life, and it's causing you to produce bad fruit. What's around you is causing bad fruit. Now, watch this in John 15, verse 4 and 5. Watch what it says. Remain in me, and I also remain in you. Mm -hmm. No branch can bear fruit by itself. Look what it says. If you remain in Christ, and Christ remain in you, you can't bear fruit without Christ. Are you getting this? You cannot bear good Holy Ghost fruit without Christ. Read Remain in me, uh -huh. as I also remain in you. Yeah. No branch can bear fruit by itself. Look what the Bible calls us. The Bible calls us a branch. You cannot be an island and think that you're holy. you got to stay hooked up to Christ. Read. It must remain in the vine. What it says? It must remain in the vine. If you're going to go to the glory, you got to stay hooked up to Jesus. Read. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. You cannot produce if you ain't hooked up to the producer. Read. I am the vine. Jesus said he's the vine. You are the branches. You are the things that hang off. If you remain in me. If you stay in Christ. And I in you. Uh-huh. You will bear much fruit. What you say? You will bear much fruit. You will bear Galatians, the fifth chapter, verse 22. If you stay hooked up to Christ, you're going to bear much fruit. Woo! That's powerful. Let's go. I'm going to run and read it anyway. Matthew 7 chapter. Now, if you finish reading John the 15th chapter, you'll see something powerful that it says. It says that if the branches does not bear fruit, take them and burn them. If the branches does not bear fruit, take the branches, pile them up, and burn them. What this is saying, if we do not bear fruit, and stay hooked up to Christ, we're going to burn forever. Oh, pastor, there you go, putting people in hell. Oh, my goodness. Isn't it amazing? You want to fight me over the truth, but you won't fight yourself over a lie. Jesus coming back, and we got to get ready to look for him. I ain't talking about look for him with our eyes, 
I say look for him with our lifestyle. Stop looking for Jesus with your eyes. Look for him with your lifestyle. When he come back, the ten virgins, five wise, five foolish. In other words, there's, ten ty- there's five types of, two types of people in the church. People who love Jesus for real, no matter what, and people who just admire Jesus for a little bit. When he give me a new house, ain't the Lord good? Look what the Lord has blessed me with. Look at this. Look at this, Pastor. Look what God gave me. Oh, that's so beautiful. But, but I didn't hear from you when you were sick. That was beautiful, too. Ooh. I didn't hear from you when you were broke. That was beautiful, too. Because the Bible says when you're weak, that's when you're strong. Why come I ain't hear from you when you were down and you still say, Pastor, let me tell you something. What's that, baby? I lost my house, but God's good. Pastor, I got sick and the doctor told me I got this cancer, but God is good. He's a healer, Pastor. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and mourn with them that do mourn. We got to get it and turn it around and, and stop rejoicing every time something new and good happens in your favor. But what if you lose something? I still need you to have rejoice. When your children act up, rejoice. When your money, it, it, ain't, it, ain't, got, it ain't no comedian, but it's acting funny. <laughs> rejoice. When your marriage on the rocks, my God, rejoice. You got to get on the phone and preach to somebody while you're hugging the wife in the other room. Child, let me tell you, God is a good God. He'll heal your marriage, and you and y'all, y'all ain't talking in a week. But what you're doing, I'm speaking into the atmosphere to change the atmosphere in my house. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Maybe we can't talk to one another right now, but I can get on the phone and talk to you indirectly. I done heard my wife plenty of times tell people, I, man, child, my, my marriage is awesome. I thank God for my husband, and I'm in the other room hot. But because you don't preach to somebody about my marriage, I said, man, let me go get this girl some, some sardines or something. <laughs> you got to speak those things. Speak life to yourself. Quit putting so much emphasis on the stuff that makes you feel good. Read. Matthew, the seventh chapter, verse 15. Let's go home on that. Watch out for false prophets. Yes. They come to you in sheep's clothing. Watch out for people. The Bible said they, they look like Christians. But watch what it says next. But inwardly they are ferocious wolves. They want to kill you. And they can't help but show who they really are. How? By their fruit you will recognize what, them. What did the Bible say? By their fruit you will recognize them. So now if you are in the flesh and what I'm preaching right now, it don't make you feel good, you're going to dislike what I'm saying. Because you recognize the world. You recognize flesh. You recognize how to be street. You don't recognize how to be holy. Read. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes? Uh Uh-huh. Or figs from thistles? Yeah. Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit. What? Every good tree bears good fruit. Read. But a bad tree bears bad fruit. Read. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit. A good tree cannot be unholy. And a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. And a bad tree can't be holy. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down. What? Every tree that does not bear good fruit. Is cut down and what happened? And thrown into the fire. Every tree, every human being that don't produce good fruit in Christ, Galatians 5 23, 
22, you will be thrown into eternal fire. Read. Thus by their fruit. By their production. You will recognize them. You will know who's really holy or not. Read. Not everyone who says to me, uh -huh. Lord, Lord, yes. will enter the kingdom of heaven. Woo, read. But only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Only those who produce righteous fruit, who live righteous, produce fruit, will go to heaven. Read. Many will say to me on that day. Many will say when it's judgment day. Lord, Lord. Yes. Did we not prophesy in your name? Didn't I do work in the church? And in your name drive out demons. In your name I cast out demons, didn't I? And in your name perform many miracles. Read. Then I will tell them plainly. What you going to say, Jesus? I never knew you. Damn. You did works in the church. You preach. You sing. You're on the sound team, you're an usher, you're a reader, you're a first lady, you're a youth leader, you're a hospitality leader, you're security, but don't mean you're producing fruit. Amen. You're operating in the church, but you ain't operating in the spirit. Pastor, what can I do? No, no, don't say pastor. Lord, what can I do to produce more fruit? Don't let this pandemic cause you to be lazy. It's time to produce we're getting ready to go out into the streets next Saturday. Bring your mask. We're going to go out Saturday evening. We got work to do. We got to get people to vote. We got to get people to be healthy. One of the ways to fight this virus is to stay healthy. You still may get it, but if you're healthy and your immune system is strong, you can fight it off better. Exercise. Go walking every day. At least two, at least two miles a day. Start off with a couple of blocks. Stay away from sodas. At least one soda. If you want, if you, Pastor, I can't. Okay, one soda a week. One soda a week. Not a soda every day. Punch. Sugar. Captain Crunch. Eat healthy, man. I need you around. I want you to be around. This is the temple of God. My wife asked me the other day, uh, Friday, she said, you want some breakfast Saturday morning? I said, what kind? She said, uh, Steel oaks, steel cut oaks. You want some steel cut oaks? I said, no, nah, I don't want it. I don't never want it. You ain't never got to fix it. Just running my lips, getting all spot at the lip. But I've been eating it every day for three weeks because I found out the benefits for the body. It's great for the body, but horrible to the tongue because it ain't got no taste. I hate it. She said, you want some breakfast in the morning? I said, no, nah, if you don't fix it, I ain't eating it. I ain't got to, I don't care if you don't fix now. I woke up Saturday morning, some steel cut oats sitting on the stove. I said, dog it. I was hoping she didn't fix it. I scraped it on my plate, put a little light syrup on there, light, sugar, sugar-free light. Because I got to get some taste. And got me some Ritz crackers. <laughs> Somebody said, ugh, I don't care what you're about to say. But I ate it, I eat it every morning because it's healthy for me. It don't taste good to my mouth, but it's healthy for me. And I take my vitamins every day. I exercise every day. Every morning when I wake up, I do exercise. Every night before I go to bed, I exercise. I don't like exercising. I want to sit down and eat and ice cream, butter pecan ice cream. But I don't have it. I don't want it right now because I'm running me. I'm healthy. If this virus ever hit me, maybe it has already hit me. But because my body and my immune system is strong, I can ward it off. I need you to exercise. What else? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. 
Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine yes. and puts them into practice and, and live the whole live. Watch this. Live the fruit of the spirit. What happened? It's like a wise man uh -huh. who built his house on the rock. Yes. The rain came down. Look at this. Look what the Bible says. If you have the Holy Spirit and live with the fruit of the spirit, you can build your house, your foundation on the inside of you. But you're still going to get hit with some hatred. You're still going to get hit with money problems. You're still going to get hit with bad health. You're still going to get hit with bad marriage. But watch what the Bible says. The rain came down. The problems came. The streams rose. The, 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 the things that tried to take your foundation away. And the winds blew. Read. And beat against that house. It beat against you. The bad news hit your house. But read. Yet it did not fall. But it did not crash. Because it had its It did not leave church. It did not leave Christ. Because I can't come to a building don't mean I still can't get in Christ. Just because I got bad news, but the government bad, the police bad, my marriage bad, my health bad, my finances bad, my community bad, everything bad around me. But the word of God, read. Yet it did not fall. I did not cave. Because it had its foundation on the rock. And who is the rock? Christ. Read. But everyone who hears these words of mine. But everyone that hears the word of Jesus. And does not put them into practice. But you do Galatians 5, 19. It's like a foolish man who's built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. And it fell with a great crash. Don't fall. I want to pray for her. I want to pray for you right now. Father, we in Jesus' name, we ask that you forgive us of every sin. God, I want to thank you. I know many have prayed, Father, that this pandemic will leave, and many have prayed that this world of, of racism and rioting and protesting will stop. But God, I want to pray, let your will be done, not my will. God, you up to something, and, and we're going to stay in the way of your will. We're going to stand. We're going to stay and let your spirit move. Because in every pandemic, in every bad situation, you always come out with something on top. And God, we trust in you. We, we believe in your move. We're not going to look at this situation. We're going to look at you. We stand on your word. Now, Father, forgive me of all my sins. Come into my life and save my soul. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And I believe he died for all my sins. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for dying, but thank you for getting up on the third day with all power. In Christ's name, I'm saved. Amen. Now watch this. A pandemic is happening. Protest is happening. Leadership is bad. Those are some bad situations that we've never seen. We've never seen it like this before. But watch this. 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ died. That was a pandemic to the 12 disciples and the followers because they thought he was going to set up his kingdom on earth, but he died. Tragedy took place. Something major took place 2,000 years ago, but look at the effects of that tragedy 2,000 years ago. 2,000 years later, we save. So that pandemic of Christ dying on the cross, it produced something. So guess what? Whatever negative that's happening right now is producing something in the saints. So don't fall. Don't faint. Don't give up. Hold your head up. Well, Pastor, I wish we could come back to church. We in church. We still in church.
We're just going to wait on God. We're still going to give God the glory, but we're going to wait on God. Don't you be so quick and soon to move and get sick and tired and want to go out there and do something crazy. Wear your mask, take your vitamins, drink plenty of fluid, water, drink plenty of fluids, especially six, seven glasses, eight glasses a day. Get your rest, exercise, whatever it takes. So you want to be ready that when God pour out his favor, you're healthy enough to receive it. I like that. You want to be healthy enough to receive what God has for you. Don't get to the place like the five virgins. They wasn't ready. They started out ready, but when it was time for Christ to come, they failed. I pray that you be a blessing in your giving, support the ministry. Oh, man, God has been blessing us. I've been getting so many great news from other churches and other pastors. Some of them getting new buildings, getting new buildings. One, one of our sons in, in Fredericksburg, Earl Richardson, got a new building, an 8,000 square feet building. The man practically just gave it to him, a right aid. Him, just take it. Do what you need to do with it. He get to keep his current church building, plus he got 8,000 square feet because we prayed over it. We, me, me and Earl go there and lay hands on it. Father, in Jesus' name, we bless you. We thank you for this new building. And now here it is in a pandemic, he get the building. We got people in the church buying new houses in a pandemic. People getting laid off and you going to buy a new house. We got people laid off getting ready to go buy a new car. But they tired us. Got to be faithful. Don't expect, don't take God's money that's cursed and go buy something for your pleasure. Me and my wife, we're tithers. We get ready to pay off some cars and some credit cards, and I'm, I'm so excited. Guess what that means? I get to give God a little bit more money. I'm already tithing and giving offering, and I get, get ready to give God some more money. I'm excited because every time I give God something, I get something back. I keep getting stuff back in return. <laughs> my daughter should have died in her, in her sins, should have been killed doing drugs. She overdosed several times, and she still lived? And now she's sending me letters talking about how, she, how Jesus is moving in her life. What? That's because I'm a giver. It's more, you're more blessed to give than to receive. If you position yourself, God will remember you. If you learn how to position yourself, God will remember you. That when hard times come, because I'm here to tell you now, hard times going to come. Talk to people who got children. And save and hold the ghost field. Some of your biggest problems going to come from your child or your children. You wouldn't expect your baby to be on drugs. You wouldn't expect your baby to be a prostitute. You wouldn't expect your baby to be living homeless and in the streets. Not your child. Not the one that grew up with that pink little dress on and, and the man with the little boy with the three-piece suit on. Not that child. You don't expect that. You didn't raise your children like that. But sin. Sin will come into them. The sin of the world. They was already born into sin. So you got to pray. But you also got to be available for God so that when things do happen negative, God will remember you. Love you. God bless you.